All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Rebel Starbuck with you once again this week with Dylan Broda, and uh, we're with you on Shoot, Shizat, covering Dylan Fastlane. Fastlane 2019. Oh, baby. You know what? Yeah. The the last pay-per-view before this, what was it? It was, uh, was it the Rumble? No, 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 it was the... What was it? What was what their the last heck was it actually? Uh, to, that's yeah. a it was the elimination yeah, chamber. Yeah, elimination oh, chamber. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, which, hard, hard to forget that or or well, hardly yeah. have. Well, remembered. that's the thing. It was like a, a forgetful show. I mean, it's like we're already forgetting. Funny that it like one of the wildest gimmick shows of all time, and then uh, you can't remember. No, a month later. No, you can't. It was so forgettable. Uh, and and Fastlane, everybody on this show was motivated. Man. Uh, I have to say, I have to tell you that uh, I was uh, I didn't even want to watch it. I was uh, pretty much uh, fast lane, smash lane, whatever. You know, this is going to be just the dreary days before uh, before the big pyro works of WrestleMania. Mm. And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I mean, they had their working shoes on. Everybody was like, they were in pocket. They were like, they 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 hustled. Everybody yeah. was hustling, and especially that that uh, four way U.S. title match. Yeah, well, hey, look who you got in there. I mean, like I was saying before we went on the air, that uh, I never was a big R-Truth, Ron the Truth Killings uh, fan all the way back in WCW and, and all that. I never I never bought into him. Mm-hmm. But he he did his job here, you know. He, you know, I, you know, I got to give him is, the respect. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I mean, he's he's well over 40, right? Yeah, there you go. And, and he still moves so damn well. You can't tell, like... the. And the funny thing is that now that he's not typecast anymore as being that job guy, yeah, you know they've they've given him that role to run with, and they they they've given you know some level of spotlight. Um, it seems that now he's motivated, you know. And the thing is that not just motivated, but the thing is that he's doing more in in the matches because he's allowed to do more, and and that is really nice to see that a guy his age you can't see the years. You know, and the, and the toll that the years take. Truth. Yeah, that's yeah. the truth. That's the truth. That's right. <laughs> that's the R-truth, apparently. Yeah, so anyway, um, but Fastlane, full of matches, all kinds of different uh, matches setting up for WrestleMania. And uh, this week we're going through the whole kit and caboodle of what Fastlane 2019 was and what it means to the WrestleMania card overall. I think Mania is going to be stacked from top to bottom. I think it's going to be, what, five hours of pay-per-view? Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I, nothing less than five, anyway. It'll be, like, at least four. And and I swear, I can already predict... Uh, I mean, we know some of the matches, but I can almost, like, predict the, the other ones that are that are going to be coming. And I think you're going to have ten main matches on the pay-per-view itself, plus your pre-show. Two, oh, yeah. Two or three on the pre-show. Now, what, so. what's your predictions? Do we want to get into that later as we work? Well, no, or? I can actually... We'll give them to you right now. Why not? Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we know that it's Roman Reigns against Seth Rollins. So, that's one match. We know that it's going to be... And they're teasing it as a triple threat. You mean I th- uh, Brock Lesnar? Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy crap, what happened? What <laughs> yeah. did I miss? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, geez. I'm now on, that would be a match. I'm on brain freeze right now. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's uh, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. Anyway, um, and, and we know the other, they're teasing the three-way. It's the girls' match with uh, Ronda Rousey 
uh, Charlotte Flair and uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much a lock, I think. Uh, then we got um, the other matches on the card. I think it's going to end up being uh, obviously Randy Orton against AJ Styles. Yeah, I think that okay. was built up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also going to be now Shane versus Miz, mm. right after Fastlane the the breakup. Yep. All right. So that's four matches already. Uh, then on top of that, you're going to be looking at. Um, I believe was I think with Asuka this year they're going to be going for a multi-girl match. I think it's going to mm. be almost like a like one of those ladder match types of things or whatever, but they're going to have this multi-girl match just to get the the girls in there. Then I think uh they're going to have um they're going to have this tag team of uh, of of Beth Phoenix yeah. coming back for WrestleMania with an Italian Ideheart mm. against Nia Jax and uh Tamina. Sure. That, I think that's what they're setting okay. up for. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. That's six matches already. Uh, on top of that, what you're going to be looking at, I think, then is the... Who's got the Intercontinental right now? Okay, it when, went back to Bobby Lashley uh, on an odd uh, change. Um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it's. I think they're going to go for another multi-guy match yeah. with that one right there, right? So I, I guess think... it's the one to go. People don't seem to care about that Intercontinental anymore. It's yeah. like basically gone on the wayside. Yeah. And I think as they head into WrestleMania, I think with this sh- like Shield, you know, one night reunion they, yeah. they just yeah. had, well, because Dean Ambrose is on his way out, hmm. I think they're going to send him out against Roman Reigns. So I think there's a turn coming somewhere. Hmm. And, Interesting. And I, yeah, so that's eight matches right there. Yeah, yeah. And that's my prediction. Um, and then we're looking at, uh, let me see, I just had it on the tip of my tongue just a, a moment ago, but I was thinking about these matches. Um, uh, Strowman, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do with Strowman. Oh, yeah, it's going to be Kofi Kingston against uh, Daniel Bryan. I think yeah. that's that's what they're going to be going for, you know, with a big payoff now. They're trying to screw Kofi out of it. But yeah. They're, they're going to give it to him. Doing it in, I think they're actually doing it in the right way. They're making people pretty ticked. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. Make them wait for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So so it's that's nine matches already. Mm. And then for that main card, one more match. Uh, so I think it's going to be for the tag titles or, or something. It might even, they might even put the tag titles on the pre-show. You never know. Yeah, well, but... I mean, uh, do you think they're going to do this, um, like, revival uh, going up against some Aleister Black ricochet tag team like they just did on, I think it was on Raw? or um, But anyway, uh, and, I mean, that that's kind of like a huge, in that way, NXT-style wrestling match. Yeah, I'm not quite sure, because the thing is, like, none of those tag teams really against each other mean that much right now. Like, mm. like there's no... There's no anticipation behind really anything, yeah. right? So it's really tough. Even with that, uh, the SmackDown titles, with the tag titles, I mean. Yeah. You know, so now the the Usos have them again. But really, I mean, who are you going to put them against? Yeah, I think, uh, like, to be honest with you, I think it's going to be like a four-corner, you know, like yeah. four-team, what is it, like a thousand-man <laughs> yeah, yeah. tag team uh, match, maybe... I, I I don't know if W I can't remember does WWE do that you can tag anybody kind of style yeah like they have tornado that too. or something yeah. but um, I think they're gonna do like a four corners tag match for the belts but um, just to just to smash everybody in there so 
And then I also think that now they're going to go with a split with Sonia Deville and with Mandy Rose. Mm. And I think that's going to be a WrestleMania match. I'm not sure if I think that's like undercard. I think that's yeah. going to be pre-show. All right. But, and then they, they've already announced that Buddy Murphy is going to be going up against the guy that wins that cruiserweight uh, tournament or whatever oh, cool. they're having yeah. right now. Yeah. So that's going to be, I think, also, uh, I doubt it's going to be on the main show. Maybe it will. You never know. Uh, that's so now you're already at uh, eleven matches. Yeah, right. It was Buddy Rose, uh, Buddy Murphy against somebody. Then that Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that they mm. have nowadays, right? So that's yeah. that's twelve matches already there. Mm. Okay, so now you've got twelve, and they're probably going to have like maybe one more, maybe for the U.S. title or whatever. You know, they're just going to figure something out. So, or yeah. no, or no, so Samoa Joe against the. Uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. So that's you know so that'll I, be good. Yeah, it'll be like thirteen yeah. matches. So that's 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 that I believe that's WrestleMania right there. Hmm. Hey, and not uh, a bad show, really. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's not bad. And and uh interesting on paper. This is I mean, and no Undertaker. But hey, where does this leave John Cena? Hey, that's true. Yeah. Uh, oh no, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. By the way, give it to I me. forgot. So I just gave you thirteen matches. I think so one that's already been announced that we don't know who the opponent's going to be, but Kurt Angle's retirement match. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. There you go. So it's going to have the old scene stir in there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, somebody's going to go in there. Maybe Baron Corbin, or I don't know who, but anyway, it's it's going to be somebody against Angle, and then you know you're going to have that John Cena match. I I can't see them putting John Cena in, in like a multi-man match. I think he's too valuable to yeah. the company to, to waste in yeah. that way. I think it's in, in, in a lot of ways that kind of like honorable idea to, to have him go against angle for a retirement style match, mm. you mm. know, to have two big time stars hit it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that, that, that is a, that's a good point. Maybe that, that sounds like it's going to be what it is. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but you know, like this year though, no Undertaker. Yeah, and uh, I have no idea what's happened with Bray Wyatt. So that's that's up. In I don't the think air. he knows what's going on. The Hardy Brothers, I think that they lost that Woken or whatever broken gimmick that they were going mm-hmm. on, and they're now just the Hardy Bros. And uh, I don't know. There's a but you know what? This is the thing that I guess on the fast lane I was I was um, pleasantly surprised by mm. was that these um, the newer generation mm. and a lot of them were NXT guys. Mm. Uh, those were the ones I thought pulled the weight of the show and right. and on the on the backs of the uh, the veterans like like our truth and uh, and that. So you know they. They weren't, it wasn't that they were the only ones working, but I thought that they were the ones that were allowed to finally, in a way, shine, mm. you know. And uh, with that that pretty cool four-way match, you had, you know, the Rey Mysterio, then an R-Truth, mm-hmm. uh, Andrade, and uh, Samoa Joe, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you had these, you kind of had that passing, not maybe not passing of the torch, but like, where you got those the old guard mm-hmm. uh kind of propping up the new newcomers. I know Samoa Joe doesn't sound like a newcomer and 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 neither does Andrade in, in to a lot of people but mm-hmm. for the compared to Mysterio and those guys. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought that 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 kind of that's how I like to see veterans um getting used cuz I I don't think that Rey Mysterio needs another belt around his waist, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think that 
uh, those guys are, are for that purpose, and I think they they maybe get more joy out of uh, elevating those younger guys. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what your take is on it, but uh, yeah, I think that like WWE, obviously they 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 have to switch gears now. They have to get out of the old and into the new. And obviously, like Ray bringing back Ray, even I, I think is a short term fix. Yeah, and, and I think that it's obviously because I mean, well, he's not old, but he's got you know like age. Yeah, against him anyway. Mm. You know, at this point, um, he's got a ton of knee surgeries, uh, and and I really see a future with Andrade. I mean, ah, if, really, totally. You know, He's just so damn good, and and I love his manager, that Zelina Vega. I think she was like much better though, and still in like NXT. But mm. and even them as a unit or as a team, I think they were better there. But anyway, that be that as it may. But uh, one little weird fact that uh, I heard about Andrade uh, mm. is that this is his first uh, pay per view where he's actually on the main card. Yeah, after being called up almost a year ago. Well, so there you go. I don't know. You know, that's a that's a really at least they 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 got some faith behind him now. Maybe they needed him to just grind it out again for a little while mm-hmm. just to see does he does he stick. Yeah, maybe. But maybe. uh mm-hmm. I think people are behind him at least. Yeah. But um one one thing I wanted to go into well before we get in here, let's uh let's actually talk about some sponsors. Get ready for Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch on the 22nd of March, 2019 at the Circus in Helsinki, downtown. Top wrestlers from 10 different countries on hand. A hardcore match, a women's triple threat match, singles matches and tag team matches on the menu. Get your tickets now from Ticketmaster.fi and get ready for the biggest international pro wrestling super show ever in the Nordics of Europe. Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch! Estrada Creative Helsinki, your brand and story with the strength of modern marketing. Social media gets your brand and message in your audience's hands, and your story with the boost of marketing and videography is your strongest means of persuasion. That's where Estrada Creative Helsinki gets involved. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Estrada Creative Helsinki. Marco Simonen offers photography and video production for business and marketing. In addition, Editorial and portrait work welcome. For more, see marcosimonen.com. That's M-A-R-K-O-S-I-M-O-N-E-N.com. All right, and uh, we are back. And um, before as well, we get into this uh, fast lame recap uh, and our kind of gentle, let's say, review, although we actually really like the show so far. Mm-hmm. Um, the... New Japan Pro Wrestling is going on right now, and they have their New Japan Cup that's in the middle of the this um, uh, single elimination tournament. And uh, if you're not watching that, it's some pretty darn good wrestling. And I think a lot of people were, uh, I guess, having a bit of a... What, how would you call it? They were a bit worried about New Japan after losing a pretty, pretty good chunk of... Uh, at least foreign guys oh, yeah. to AEW. And mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of their uh, foreign draw was was there. And I think a lot of people were a bit like worried about what are they going to do now? 
And um, I've seen uh, a few of these, uh, a few of this New Japan Cup tournament matches and uh, those shows, and the wrestling is just is still still at the top. Mm -hmm. I'm really digging it. And um, so who's there now? Well, you got uh, on the top. You still have Kazuchika Okada, uh, Tetsuya Naito. And they've they managed to hold on to Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody thought he would go to AEW as well, but he wants to stay in New Japan. Mm-hmm. You've got Zack Saber Jr. Mm-hmm. You've got, um, of course, uh, Tanahashi, um, but and then a bunch of their kind of like uh, diehard dudes that are never going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of foreign guys, the Juice Robinson, and like I said, Zack Saber Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, David Finley, but he just got injured, so he's going to be out for a while, but I think that they were hoping that he was going to run the mile. Well, how did he get hurt? Uh, I think it was an elbow injury, but apparently it's pretty serious, like six month Ooh, kind of situation. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. um, but, uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr., mm. Lance Archer, Will Ospreay, these are foreign guys, not to discount any of the, uh, any of the actual Japanese talent that's, uh, that's awesome, but, um. Also, they're calling up in a lot of ways some of their young lions. This, uh, uh, what's his first name? But Umino, he's a he went against Tanahashi in the first round and actually like uh, beat the living tar out of Tanahashi, which was a like really gave the guy a great shine. Of course, Tanahashi took the victory, but um, it was a really good match. And so far, um, it's been like a real pleasure of pro wrestling to watch. So, hmm. yeah. Get uh, caught up with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, everybody out there. It's still a living, breathing, top-of-the-line pro wrestling company. But wow. uh, then there you go. But then over on to the other side of things, so we got WWE's Fastlane 2019. It started off with a pre-show, the kickoff show, with uh, The New Day against Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. This was kind of a uh, last-minute change uh, match which led to Rusev and Nakamura continuing kind of a weird losing streak. Yeah, well, the thing is, that I think like once again they don't know what to do with Rusev again, and and he's kind of like back to La La Land. He's back in limbo, doing nothing, you know. And and the funny thing is, the people want to get behind this guy, you know, and and it's just he can't seem to maintain or sustain any momentum. And that's largely, of course, due to the writing team. It's not. It's it's not, folks. The wrestler's fault. It's not the guy's fault. When he's doing happens. what he can, really. Exactly. It's like you're doing whatever you can with whatever is handed to you, and and you just roll with whatever is you know is on your table. Mm. Um, you don't call your own shots. So it's it's. But it's a shame because you know people want to like the guy, and they turned him heel, just as he was like you know as his he was fairly popular. You know? Yeah. And people, I think, you know, he made his own popularity in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, he did, he did. And and it's just, I don't know, is, were they stuck for heels? Or I don't know, I don't know what the gimmick was there. But the thing is that I just see him drifting and doing nothing right now. It's just, it's got to be so frustrating, you know? Yeah. You're collecting a paycheck at the end of the day and whatever, but, and Nakamura, same thing. It's like, he's just, he's just there now. He know? really is, yeah. He's he's doing nothing. Here's yeah. it was your, your like Michael Jackson of pro wrestling. Yeah, for a second he was. Yeah, yeah down to a kickoff show losing in a tag match. Yeah, last year he was in one of the main matches at WrestleMania after winning the Royal Rumble. Mm. 
against AJ Styles. This year, where is he going to be? Yeah, well. He's probably going to be in the Andre Battle Royal. There you go, eh? <laughs> you know, just it's, uh, you can't figure out nothing to do with the guy. May as well just put him in there with, with uh, what's his Hua, 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 what's his name? Jeez. Uh, uh, Anyway, yeah, not worth, I guess, remembering. No offense to the guy, but uh, <laughs> whoever, yeah. whoever he yeah, was, jeez. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I, again, another victim of uh, maybe poor, poor writing on their on their behalf. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But anyway, well, yeah. What did you What did you think of that match? I mean, I, I thought it was kind of like an okay. I didn't opener see opener match. I didn't see it. Yeah. I just saw highlights. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty okay. I mean the. All of those guys know how to work, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the New Day has their shtick and, um, I mean, I, I like, I like watching all of those guys. I mean, it was just, it was a pretty much okay match. I think it, it gave the fans a little warm up, and, uh, you couldn't expect much for kind of a last minute change or whatever, mm-hmm. but, uh, I guess it, in a lot of ways, at least you got to see those. So those what, what was the original plan then, if this was a change? I think it was a uh, Rey Mysterio, uh-huh. um, I, I can't now. Now I'm getting a little bit. Um, can't remember. Was it Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe or something in the pre-show, or Rey Mysterio in in some kind of match in the pre-show? But um, mm-hmm. in, I don't know. Uh, it might have been just that kind of tease or this kind of idea that anything can change live at the last second, and you know, purposely uh, advertising a card that changes at the at the blink of an eye or something because it's. Because it's pro wrestling, I don't know, but uh, because it's the modern day and age. Because the thing is, now now you're going on shock value these days. You know, the funny thing is that like when you watch the modern product, mm. you know, and you got to be, you have to be analytical. You know, you ha- you got to be not just critical but analytical. Yeah, and you, you got to see what's happening. And and I really see that they're trying to because people's attention spans are so damn short. Right? Yeah, that's people, true. People watch seven to twelve second videos just to be entertained for that moment mm. and they forget about it the next second. That's yeah. that's the world we live in today, which is a real cry and shame. True. But that said, because we live in this world, uh, I think the WWE also is trying for the hot shotting aspect. That's mm. why they put, you know, like Braun Strowman and Nicholas yeah. up against the bar last year at WrestleMania. It's just a hot shot. Maybe thing. that's Braun Strowman's uh, opponent, Nicholas, uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, and Strowman's kind of lost in that La La Land too, in a way. Yeah. You know, it's like, what do you do with a guy? You know, he was a monster. You know, just a moment ago, and now he's like, just he's just the guy. He's just there. He's just there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There he is. Just amazing. It's just amazing how these things just fluctuate, and, and there's like, you know, you can be sky high at one minute, and the next minute you're in like jobber land. There you go. I don't get it. And talk about monsters, by the way, with Slam Wrestling Finland's Mega Launch. I can't do it as well as you can. Mega Launch. Yeah. <laughs> you you had that, I guess, pretty recently announced that main event of the literal two giantest people, if that's a word that I've ever seen. Yeah. And I've yet to actually stand next to Tiny Iron, but Tiny Iron versus Demolition Davies, I, I still, I'm talking about it to people on the street, you know, that this is like... Literally, King Kong versus Godzilla, and I don't think you could put it any other way. These you can't. two just ginormous individuals, and I don't know, I don't know who's walking out of there. But uh, please don't. Uh, gen, you know, what what would you say? Do a booking change and uh, no, no, <laughs> change that one on me. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> no. This this is like one of those main events that you can put anywhere in the world, 
and it's going to be a standout match on paper just to begin with. Yeah. Because the thing is, when you look at these guys in advertising and you you measure them up against each other, you know, you got Demolition Davies, you know, we're getting off track now for a bit, you know, because we're straying from the WWE fast lane thing, but it, it, just, well, I just wanted to yeah, mention briefly, yeah, briefly. about these monsters. Yeah, though. of course, yeah. But so quickly, I mean, Demolition Davies, he's one meter 91 tall, yeah. right? And he weighs 190 kilo. He's he's a monolithic man. Yeah. Uh, tiny iron, one meter 92 tall, so one centimeter taller. Jeez. At like almost 130 kilo, right? And And one guy against another guy that size, Man, we're talking literally. This is the 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 absolute incarnation of King Kong and Godzilla. You're right. Yeah, it is. You can't you can't get a bigger monster mash. This is totally. And I mean, so, I think people's jaws are going to be on the floor uh, by the time that three count happens, or or is it a count out or or what? Yeah. But uh, you know, and by the time they realize what the hell happened, they'll be clean in the dust you know, out of that place. Cause I think it's just going to be, the roof is coming down. So well, I, I hope, hope that ring holds up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the circus has insurance on their property because. Actually, I, yeah, I had to get uh, event insurance as the organizer of this thing. Because, oh yeah. Yeah. So it's anyway. Uh, running so, a wrestling company, eh? It's yeah. not, uh, it's not your walk in the park. Yeah, so folks, I mean, uh, just a quick plug, uh, get your tickets. There's only selects like places left now. Um, so if you really want to get your tickets, you and you should, there's seven big matches on the card, all diverse, all different. Um, Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch on the 22nd of March in Helsinki at the Circus. It's a nightclub right smack dab downtown. It's the biggest nightclub in the city. Um, get your tickets now through Ticketmaster.fi because the thing is you will be otherwise, you'll, you'll run the risk of being stranded and left out in the cold uh, on the day of the event. So don't leave it for the last minute. Just get them now and then get get the uh get the goods. Anyway, getting back yeah, to the uh um, to to uh WWE Fastlane. Um so we had the SmackDown Championship match open the show with the Usos against the Miz and Shane McMahon. Yeah, Shane O'Mac. And uh yeah, on the last pay-per-view there at Elimination Chamber, uh Usos took the tag titles off of Miz and Shane and now it was a rematch and uh they failed to retain or to regain that those tag straps. So at the end Miz gets uh, pinned and um Shane finally snaps and turns on Miz in front of Miz's father. Yep. Beats him to a pulp outside the ring and uh had had this what was it that triangle choke on Miz which was a little bit lame but uh, I guess people got the point and they were yeah, they yeah. were pretty ticked so it, yeah. it worked out yeah yeah and so it's it was I think the, it was a good beat down I think it was yeah yeah and um, now turns Shane McMahon heel leaves uh, the Miz as the babyface yeah and you've got one of your key matches for WrestleMania. Oh, you know what I forgot on that WrestleMania prediction card? Yeah, let's hear it. Triple H against Batista. Oh, yeah, right. There so you go. You got, that's it. That's already 15 matches. Jeez. 15. How many days is this WrestleMania? Uh, I mean, it's going to be a long show, or otherwise they're going to have some short, some short matches in there, too. Yeah. But nonetheless. Yeah, uh, so, sorry, yeah. Yeah, getting back to this thing. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah. So the Usos retain. Um, but the, the story of this match, much better than that elimination yeah, chamber match. Really. Oh, geez. I mean, now the guys were actually, like, trying. In this match, they were, like, trying. Yeah. And they had that clever spot 
in that match where it's like one of the Usos on the top rope and then there's Shane McMahon on, on the other top rope, you know, in the yeah. the same corner and then they jumped off at the same time against each other and collided in midair. And it that, was pretty nasty. It was. You know, in like this just car crash kind of way. Yeah, it was just the demolition derby. That's, all, that, that's what pro wrestling is. Yeah, I was really happy the Miz got the hell out of there because that, that was looking like a total, <laughs> you know, end, like career ender if, if it went another way. But uh, Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I I liked it. Uh, I thought it was good, and definitely, I mean, you know, I, I I think we predicted this whole Shane. I think everybody predicted the whole Shane going heel and Miz mm. going face like a long time ago, and um, so uh, and I guess this was the way to do it, you know, and in the hometown of the Miz, and he came out with, uh, they came out with the you know hometown colors and the the shirt and mm-hmm. and everything about how the place was awesome and. Um, and yeah, it was the I guess the right time and seemed like the right reasons and and with the Mrs. Dad there. Well, the thing is, being in his hometown, yeah, and having him, you know, not just do the job, but you know, get turned on, yeah. You know, you want to get sympathy for somebody, exactly. You want to yeah. get some people behind you. That's yeah. that's the place to do it. Yeah. Right. So there you go. So his hometown of Cleveland has the Cleveland awesome sh- is awesome shirt. The mm. dad gets face washed and. Watches his son get beaten down. How, I mean, it's pretty much. Uh, I mean, it works every time. Yeah. And, uh, it's not that I don't don't like it or anything like that. I think it's it's great. It doesn't matter. Uh, of course, you can't do it on every single angle, but this is this was the time and place to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, happy, I'm happy with that one. Absolutely. Then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship, Asuka defeating Mandy Rose by pinfall. Yeah. Uh, now they're trying to push Mandy. As, as being a credible threat to Asuka. She's not there yet. No, not even like, close. on any level whatsoever. She is just not there. And that's no knock to Mandy Rose. It's just, it's an observation. Um, and Asuka is just that good. Yeah, so yeah, she the, is. You know, Mandy, I think that, you know, give her some time and give her some more miles down the road and, and, and have her do her due diligence in the business. Um, maybe if she has it in her to begin with to be a, like a, a top tier player, time will tell. No idea right now. Um, you know, you got Corey Graves fawning over her on all these broadcasts mm. saying how, you know, she's just so damn hot. Okay. Well, she's hot, but you know what? When you measure her up against the other girls like that they have on their roster, like a, a lot of the lookers. Yeah. It's not like she stands out. No. You know, I, I've been saying that she's like the, the next, uh, Trish Stratus, but you know, I, I kind of, I'm taking my words back a bit now. Mm, yeah. 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 I, it's, there's something, yes, there that is reminiscent, but I'm just not, I'm just not quite seeing it now anymore. Yeah. I hear you. Right. It's, it's like that the initial impression has worn off. Yeah. Well, I think they're like, uh, on, uh, uh, Mandy Rose's part, I think that uh, it was not the best worked match. Mm-hmm. She took a nice stiff uh, kick to the chin at the end, but um, and the the one thing that I wasn't sh- so like sold on was this. It seems as though they're this. I guess they have this tag team of Sonya Deville and, and Mandy Rose, and which is a pretty fun tag team anyway. And it seems as though they're already. Mm even after just this inaugural women's tag team titles that have been uh, uh, given out, they're already kind of breaking up a woman's tag team. Yeah, you know? it's like... You got you need all the help you can get here. I don't understand what the hurry is. I really don't. Um, 
if you think like, and I don't think for WrestleMania. Yeah. Like it's they don't have enough star power as a team that the people should care that much. No. About this particular match. No, exactly. So 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 the thing is they could have saved this for like I don't know, extreme rules yeah, build, or something. Build it up. Build that shiz yeah. up. I don't know. It it seemed a little bit like But they, they, okay, they're not broken up yet. No, no, no. But they're they're, they're teasing it. But I mean like well this the idea here if if people didn't didn't see it where um Sonya Deville went under the ring to grab this kendo stick, and she left the ring apron kind of the skirt mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. and uh, Rose slips on it, allowing Asuka to. That was poorly to, done. Yeah, that was it really was not good. And do you really think that Asuka, like this, is not a good win for her? You know, it doesn't make Asuka look any good. Uh, she needed to just like mow through. And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know who was on commentary talking about how or whomever said it uh, that she's a like a super dominant woman's uh, champion. champion. Yeah. But I think she's like won once, like uh, prior to this match, you know, on the main roster has very like poor record. Yeah. yeah in NXT, she was the most dominant of all time, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, yeah, I thought Asuka deserved better and mm. um, wasn't, uh, wasn't sold on that one for sure. But yeah, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have expected this, like this year's WrestleMania, Asuka would have had like a real clear spotlight match. Oh yeah. And she's not going to have it. It's like weird that last year they seemed to like, uh, throw the spotlight down on their Japanese, mm. uh, like gets, you know, there's mm. Asuka and, and Nakamura. And yep. then this year it's like, okay, well, Asuka has got the title, but really they're like way in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. I don't absolutely. know what happened. But then uh, New Day confronts Vince McMahon about Kofi Kingston and... Uh, His treatment. Yeah. Of so Kingston. There you go. Well, yeah, I mean, they're teasing uh, Kofi, kind of like Daniel Bryan a few years ago, mm-hmm. you know, when he was getting that hard push Yeah. against Randy Orton. Uh, they're teasing the same thing here with Kofi this time. Yeah. And, you know... It's 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 a good story. I mean, he's been there for eleven years. Um, Kofi, I'm not quite sure why people like him so much. I, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not quite sure. I mean, he's amazing athlete, uh, you know, in that way. But uh, personality wise, I think he needs that new day around him, you know. And then it it works. It's a fun team. But yeah. By himself, yeah. I mean, he's never been gold. He's never been, you know, they had Vince cut that B-plus player promo on him yeah. now. And if you are if you really think about it, you know, he was saying that, Kofi, you're going to be going into the Hall of Fame one day, but I'm telling you now, you're going to be going in with a new day, mm. not as yourself, yeah. you know. And okay, you know, and, and I can understand it's almost like, you know, Rock's old promo that shut your mouth and know your role, you know. Yeah. It's it's really, that's, it reminds me, it's it's an inside dig you know, they're playing the reality, right? Yeah. Um, or working the reality. Uh, and and I see that, you know, Kofi, all all the credit in the world to the guy's been there for what, you know, 11, 12 years, right? If you're thinking the main roster for mm. 11 years, plus when he was like on that WWE ECW reincarnation yeah. where he was debuted. I mean, that's where it was like 2006, I think, or 2007, whatever it was. So he's been there for like, let's say 12 years. Um, and yeah, I mean, give the guy a break, give him a chance. Anybody who's been in a company for a long time can understand and feel the, feel his pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you've been trying to bust your ass, trying to, you know, get a, 
a raise, trying to get a promotion or whatever, and, and your your superiors and your bosses just refuse mm. to give it to you, and you're exactly. treated like shizat, and and uh, and you're just not appreciated by your company. So I think so many people, it's an easy story to understand and, yeah. and, and to feel that compassion and the, the empathy for a guy like that. Yeah. So that's why I think they're getting behind Kofi in this one. But as Vince said, and I think some of those were like, you know, there was some truth laced in those comments that, that I don't see him. I've never seen Kofi as being the uh, main event standalone guy. Yeah. So this is more so a story, I think, of a guy that you know, even if he, if, even if he, if he would get the strap at Mania, even if he would get the strap, he would not hold it for very long. Yeah, it would be a short run. I wonder, you know, I wonder, would they give it to him? And in a lot of ways, it's it feels in that way like this kind of uh, the storyline that does that does have the hero being Kofi Kingston in this situation. Uh, like prevail, but mm. then again, I I really I think it would be much more interesting if the rug gets pulled out under him mm. and it's Daniel Bryan, that vicious villain, holding yeah. the strap above him. I, to me, that sounds so much more interesting, and mm. and maybe then you can you can drop Kofi down and and start building him up and try to try to get that you know fire out of him and and see if if he could be a main event player. Uh, outside of the new day and um yeah i think i'm i'm the same same boat as you and i think that people are digging him um in that in a similar way as as daniel bryan was because he seemed like the underdog and i think that mm. wwe is playing up on that role just like that vince mcmahon promo mm. i think it was designed also mm-hmm. to try to capitalize on that idea that he's this um known not no namer but you know be B card, B plus card kind of mm. guy. And um, maybe maybe he grabs that brass ring, as you love to say, uh, and, and and goes with it. But then again, I don't know, does he have the uh, ability, really, in, in that way? Yeah, it's not so much the ability. I don't. Does he have the solo star power? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's what I mean, like yeah, the, yeah. the uh, Rock Johnson's kind of uh, Dwayne Johnson, whatever, Rock... Rock the Dwayne Johnson, as you, I've heard him. You already <laughs> forgot him, too. <laughs> well, come on. Anyway, where has he been? Jeez. But, um, yeah, but, you know, like he's got the, he's got it all in, in that in that way in Stone Cold Steve Austin and mm-hmm. Ric Flair's and Dusty Rhodes and mm-hmm. Bret Hart's for me, anyway. And uh, so t- it's just one of these situations, Chris Jericho, for that matter, you know, mm-hmm. one of the best in the world, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and when we say best in the world, we mean that, uh, what was it? That trifecta, you know, that, uh, that needs to be mastered. And mm-hmm. yeah, I guess Kofi, maybe he can pull it off, you know, but, uh, at the moment, uh, it didn't look good for him on this night cause he went out expecting, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens and then, uh, out comes the bar. And uh, gave him a really long and boring beatdown. Yeah, that opinion. was that's the key word, boring. Yeah, I mean, I you could hear the people even just getting tired of that. They exactly. were there chanting boring, and I don't, I don't understand. Like, I mean, if you do a beatdown, like if that's the purpose of of getting that that story over, make it short and brutal. Yeah, right. Just mow him, just like completely demolish him, like the Road Warriors back in the day, right? You don't draw it out and just have people get long winded on. Yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. 
Because it just, you know, it was a whole lot of one guy just, like, laying there on the mat. And... Yeah, it felt like they needed to fill some time. Yeah, it is just... It's... They even sent, like, Nakamura and Rusev out there, too, to continue it after, the, I guess, the New Day tried to come in and save and yeah, yeah. Big E and whatever. And uh, it just, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, the thing is that, you know, now they're going, like, into this coming week's Monday Night Raw, and it's going to be that gauntlet match where they got, you know... Vince has put Kofi against like what five guys? Yeah, right, right. And and I I see the writing on the wall already. Mm. So what they're gonna do is is they're obviously gonna go. Uh, he's gonna go through them all with the help of the New Day, and then New Day is gonna like screw over as much as possible. Some of the uh, you know the other guys in the yeah. match and guys trying to like interfere and stuff. They're gonna run an interference themselves and whatever yeah. else. And and uh, they're gonna they're gonna make sure that Kofi gets that WrestleMania spot. It's like they're gonna go. They're going to go Villagante. Yeah, exactly. Right? So that's the story there. Anyway, moving on. Boss and Hug connection. I hate that name. Yeah. Boss and Hug. Jeez. I mean, yeah, not, like, not sounds sold like, on that one either. It sounds like a, a kindergarten name. Yeah. No, anyway. Yeah, they did well, some, some love. Uh, a little interview or whatever talking about the women's tag team champions, everything we've ever worked for. I don't know. Well, it's like putting an interview like this on a pay-per-view. It's like, that's what you say for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, exactly. This is not the place to do it. It doesn't serve a greater, like, it's not going to give you, I don't understand what it serves, to be honest. I guess they didn't beat Kofi Kingston down long enough that they needed to. Yeah. Send them out there. Two interviews. (laughs) Send them out there. Yeah. Yeah, We need some time. And they got Shane McMahon coming out there Mm. and uh, explaining himself, uh, blah, blah, blah kind of whatever it it was also a monday night raw kind of segment yeah mm-hmm. but then we had a a pretty fun and good match i i really liked it anyway it was the revival mm-hmm. uh for this was for the raw raw the raw tag team champions chips whatever raw the revival uh, against bobby Roode and chad gable mm-hmm. and alistair black and ricochet yeah and the revival does retain the titles. Well, it's um, the funny thing here is is that Ricochet took the heat big time. Yeah, and he didn't get the show much. I mean, like in the match, as he would usually typically show, let's say on NXT. Yeah, he didn't show hardly anything. I mean, he did his, his a couple of nice flippy floppy things, and of course his big finisher and whatnot. Mm. But taking the heat and whatnot, and and there's like just where was the fire for his comebacks? Where was the fire just to fi- in his fight backs? Yeah, I yeah. didn't see it. He was just getting mauled. He's just getting like mowed. I think there was a, in in a lot of ways not enough time uh, to breathe, and too many guys kind of in the match, and yeah. then um, then he just needed to get that six thirty splash in there. Yeah, you know, needed to do some some crowd popper um, mm. flippy floppers. But, uh, you know, I think, I think that, uh, what he was, was great about in the NXT, mm. um, I think those matches got, had a little bit more air and yeah. it made me feel like he worked harder mm. to do, to perform those insane spectacle, spectacular moves that he's doing. And, uh, here I think. I, it seemed like maybe they maybe they did beat Kofi Kingston down too long, and they they got a little bit of a like, okay, you guys got to get out there and and back and 
really short amount of time. But uh, well, why did they send out that stupid inter- interview before yeah, well, them? That's then, it, right? You know, so it's like it's if that's the case. Yeah, that, but, they could have added so like that much more time to this match would have been would have been way better. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I did like it. I mean, it did get the crowd moving, and um, I mean, uh, to me, to me, it was a it was a a good a very good raw tag team championship match on a pay-per-view because I guess I haven't seen one in mm. a while. Have the people really caught on to the revival though? No, I think that, uh, to be honest with you, I really think that they're struggling. Mm. Um, not only is the revival struggling, I think WWE is struggling to keep them around. I think that is why they have the straps on, to be honest with you. Mm. There was, maybe it was rumors or whatever that they were going to exit the company asking for their release. Well, guess who just exited? Well, I'm guessing AJ Styles, old buddies in uh, Bullet Club. There, ah, yeah. Did did is that true? I don't know if it's a uh, if it's hundred percent, but at least that is the word on the street. Yeah, yeah. that Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are are on their Phoenix. way out. Yeah, it's like I mean, what have they been doing? Nothing. Yeah, it's like they got that brief push as the club, and and with AJ, you know, when AJ was still heel and whatnot, and they 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 had that brief small little period. Yeah, where it's like they were given some shine, and it's just they. Guts. They didn't know how to use those guys. Oh, not at, at all. all, ever. And one no. of the most embarrassing things for me, at least as a, you know, on this side of the table, it, mm. it was uh, they just recently started hosting uh, WWE's version of Botchamania, like the botch WWE botch show with Carl Anderson and. Uh, um, no, I was about to say Lance Archer, but <laughs> but you know, uh, it was like Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson doing like um, voiceover for WWE's. I can't. Was it the Botch Club? They they keep going with this BC ripping on the Bullet Club thing. Why I don't know why they just can't get away from that. You know, just stop using it. It's it's just yeah. embarrassing. And then they do this YouTube show, yeah, where they're calling, where they're laughing at guys screwing up in the ring. And uh, I don't know, it was like, just, I, I couldn't believe that they would even want to do that. But then again, this is what you're told to do. And apparently they can do a good Stone Cold Steve Austin impression and, and away you go. But man, low point in my opinion. And I would have asked for my release if I was in those guys' shoes. That's for sure. Yeah, it was, that was something. Well, anyway, moving on, moving yeah. on. But you know, you know who was a complete afterthought in that tag match though? That's, what's that? Bobby Roode. Oh, what man. did he do? Jeez. What what did he do when he was in the ring? Sad sad things again, you know. Like oh, uh, I mean, the boy has the the mighty star fallen. Yeah, and it's I guess they're just cramming. I, maybe you know I did like this pay per view for a WWE show, but uh, I think now that now that we're going through it with this, you know, maybe not the most fine tooth comb ever, but going through it nonetheless, and uh, I'm finding out that they just smashed everybody they could on this show and very few people like can shine there was not very many singles matches was there even one on mm. this show yeah <laughs> you know i guess that women's match but uh it it was just like uh i don't know um it seemed just like they needed to get everybody on there and uh well I guess they got on there. But yeah, Bobby Roode, afterthought, almost forgot that he was in the match. You know, and I love all of those guys. Chad Gable's great. Bobby Roode is, of course, you know, amazing when he when he can be and Revival and, and all that. 
So, yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things. Yeah, I guess that's how the cookie crumbles when you got that that big of a roster with that much talent, mm-hmm. and you just need to pick a guy. And I guess they picked Ricochet, and um, I kind of think it's also a huge waste that Alistair Black and Ricochet are like a weird tag team. I think it's it's a short term thing. Yeah. I think it's just a, a way to get them introduced to the main roster and then they're going to just go their separate ways. Yeah, well, hopefully. But then we go to that uh, match that we talked about off the get-go, the United States Championship match, Samoa Joe defeating Rey Mysterio with via submission, I should say. That was well done. Yeah, Andrade and R-Truth in there, in the mix. And uh, yeah, great match, really good. And yeah, really crisp. I mean, there was like one little lull in that match where R-Truth was kind of like lost. I mean, you could just tell that he just couldn't figure out what to do and he was kind of like, okay. Anyway, he was he was scrambling uh, and he was on offense. Yeah. But outside of that, dead on, really good execution-wise, timing-wise, um, just the, the element of surprise and the element of like just like just nailing stuff like when you you didn't have guys waiting around sitting around kind of thing right so you, these guys hustled and it was really good yeah um i enjoyed this match tremendously i really did and you know you know what else i like by yeah. the way in this match it's uh, r truth's uh, that carmella chick mm. i liked her earrings <laughs> <laughs> i like i like girls with big hula hoop earrings all right well hey why not right Oh, the bigger the better. You can dive through them. Oh, yeah. Use them as a different type of ring. But um, anyway. Well, explain. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have much time here on Shooting the Shiz Out. we got to move along. <laughs> move it along now. <laughs> move it along. <laughs> yeah, but a great match. Uh, even great for some hula hoop earrings to play their Absolutely. part. Anyway, uh, there's some crazy spots in that match. Yeah. Too, by the way, just like insane, insane spots. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Women's Tag Team Championship, Boss and Hug Connection against Nia Jax and Tamina. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. That says paper, it. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's, it, was, it was decent enough. It was good enough. I mean, these girls, they hustled too. It was, they, they did. Um, there was some sloppy stuff in oh, there. Oh, always, always. Yeah. With the girls, always yeah, with these ones they get here. They got to clean it up. I, I don't know. You know, there are some just absolutely unbelievable women wrestlers. Mm-hmm. The, the, these girls that you got for Slam, mm-hmm. they are so tight and uh, crisp in the ring. You've got, that's, uh, what's her name? Sarah Gibbs and... Uh, no, no, Sadie. Sadie Gibbs, sorry, Sadie pardon Gibbs. me. Yeah, but she's not coming this time. No, no, yeah. but uh, I mean, like, I'm just talking about, mm. you know... In yeah, general. In general. Mm-hmm. There, there is just insane amount of talent out there. Oh, yeah. Like, the, that you have coming there, that Shauna, that um, uh, Natalia Barkova. Oh, yeah. Mm. She's just, like... Super powerful, and then mm-hmm. I, I don't know Betty Rose very well, but I'm I'm really excited to see her. Mm-hmm. And that we had that Helena Sixth on that la- on that inaugural event that you held um, for the Powertech Group, mm-hmm. and I don't know why the girls at this level, these this is like the biggest main biggest stage you could possibly get at in the world uh, in terms of a company wise, mm-hmm. you know, um, seen by the most people um mm-hmm. and then you have sloppy wrestling i know that they they did pull pull their weight mm-hmm. but i don't know i i expect a lot more and i i just wish that you know there i think nia jacks like 
flubbed on a on a Samoan drop, and it just like could have looked great, but just it not that it looked half-assed or or anything like that, but it just uh, I don't know. To me, uh, I've seen so much better women wrestling yeah. out outside of WWE mm. that it it pains me sometimes that these are your women's tag team championship uh contenders and and title holders. Mm. So, yeah, it was a it was a pretty decent match, but uh they got to clean it up. And I I well, don't I'll know. tell you what, you know, once WrestleMania weekend rolls around, yeah. and that NXT takeover is going to be taking place that same weekend, you're going to have Shayna Baszler against uh, Mio Shirai. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you well, go. Well, you know, it's like I don't know if any match is going to be able to hold up against that, you know, WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I think like that's gonna wo- be, woman's yeah, crisp as she's at. Yeah, I may, you know, maybe that Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch versus uh, Ronda Rousey match might might be. Hmm. You never know. Yeah. We're hoping, but uh, otherwise, I don't think any any girls' match is going to hold up to that one. Yep. So, yeah. Well, yeah, well, that was that. And uh, Moving on. Yeah, the Boss and Hug Connection defeat Nia Jax. So they retain the titles on that. And then Nia Jax, of course, uh, gets in the face of, or uh, Tamina actually gets getting in the face of uh, Beth Phoenix at ringside commentating. And Beth Phoenix, of course, now is in retirement former Divas champion and whatnot. And yeah. Well, now they've, the Shizat broke down at ringside and Beth given the big forearm to Tamina after, after getting in her grill. And uh, then after that, of course, here comes Nia. Yep. And then out comes Natalia for her best friend, Beth Phoenix, to save the day. And uh, that sets up WrestleMania. Yep. Surprised that uh, Nia Jax didn't break anybody's nose, but... Uh... Well, then uh, maybe she's uh, pulling some punches here. But uh, how do you pull punches? Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Never thought of it like that. But uh, moving on to the WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan going against the old Mustafa Ali. The nice, old? Is well, he old? He's old already. <laughs> ye old. The Mustafa Ali. Uh, actually, nice to see him here and uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, boy, he he was in an, like a, a very unforgiving place because of things that the people shizat upon him. Yeah, when when they realized that this guy is the one replacing Kofi Kingston, and Kofi Kingston replaced him in that elimination chamber. That was yeah. uh, so. I guess it, it there's some kind of method to the madness here. You know, we can't mm. uh, shizat all over. WWE all the time. I guess they do know how to write pro wrestling at yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is that obviously, like, they're really pushing this Mustafa Ali kid. Yeah. And uh, he's he's got some talent, of course. He's um, very acrobatic. Yep. Um, and I'm not quite sure to, what to make of uh, Kevin Owens' character right now. Is is he a babyface or is he a heel? What yeah, is he? Well, there you go. Is he a tweener? What is he? I guess he is. I mean, uh, I was in uh, Toronto uh, at this uh, Monday Night Raw where it was actually the by far the best match on the night where Kevin Owens uh, took on, um, oh, what the heck, uh, no. Sami Zayn? No, uh, from The Shield. No, what, I just lost the Ambrose? name. Ambrose? No, the other one. Seth Rollins? <laughs> Seth Rollins, jeez. That should, guy. Should have thought I was going to call him his Ring of Honor name there, but uh, anyway. Tyler Black. Yeah, well, and uh, so it was a really great match, and, and uh, when... When the dust settled anyway, Kevin, that's when Kevin Owens says he quits. And, of course, yeah, 
We all know he's not really quitting and all that jazz, but it was uh, really, really well done. And I guess now he's back in the saddle again. And um, yeah, they showed some promos or like cell phone promos. This is kind of the odd stuff where he's, you know, Mm. hanging out with his family at the bowling alley or something like that. And Mm. I didn't know what to make of it. Uh, It wasn't clear. And uh, of course, you know, I love his work and everything like that. So hopefully he's... um, He's going to be around more often, but mm. uh, maybe in a more solid role. I don't know, but uh, there you go. But yeah, there were some really great spots here, um, some pretty incredible stuff by Mustafa Ali. I think at the beginning of this match, yeah, like you said, the shizat started flying all over Mustafa, and um, but by the end of it, I guess they they won the crowd over. Yeah, yeah, they had to work for it. Yeah, and maybe sure. that I guess that was the that was by design as well. Oh yeah. And uh, they pulled it off. There was a really good, uh, what was it, uh, this top rope Spanish fly, oh, 450 yeah, onto the apron, tornado DT, DTTT to the, off the top rope to the floor, which was nutte. And, um, but yeah, and coming out on top is Daniel Bryan, as uh, I suspected, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, it was a it was a really good match. I mean, um, I don't know if it was the best match on the on the show. Maybe that four way. Yeah, the four way. Yeah, mm. but uh, this was good, and I think it played its its part. This one was up there. Yeah, yeah, it was up there. But anyway, yeah. So in, interesting, interesting, because the thing is, when when uh, Kevin Owens uh, was given that contract opportunity by Vince, yeah, on uh, Raw. And he just marched to the ring, you know, and it just nonchalantly, you know, put his name on the dotted line and it's like, you know, replaced Kofi. Uh, you just, you know, it's it's like there was nothing sympathetic about him. Yeah. There was nothing likable about about uh, Kevin Owens at that point. And even now in this match, it's like there was nothing there that like, why should you... What is he yeah. right now? Like he's what, just a what, guy. He, yeah, he's just a guy, but you know, yeah. doing stunners now all of a sudden. So he's like <laughs> get, I, trying to get over. I guess, I guess he's getting over because like, you know, the fans haven't seen like good stunners for a long time. So yeah. maybe this is his ticket back to the stars. I don't know. He was on uh, Steve Austin's podcast and Steve Austin reamed him out about that he can't do the stunner properly. And if he really wanted to do it, he should have asked him. Yeah. And then he, he would, because I guess when he did the stunner the first off, that he didn't get the three count. And, and Stone Cold was telling him, like, you know, you you should have come to me. I would have taught you how to do it properly. And oh, uh, There you go. But uh, there it is, I guess. Uh, then we had uh, the Becky Lynch defeating Charlotte Flair. And, uh, oh, might I add that uh, we, we missed that Rowan uh, played this key role and he helped Daniel Bryan defend that championship. So yeah, surprise, surprise. keeping the old heel tactics uh, alive. And, and Rowan consistently wearing t-shirts from more obscure uh, <laughs> metal acts, like heavy metal bands yeah, yeah. around the world. I guess the ones that they can... They... Iluvite now is the last one. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know who they are, to be yeah. honest with you. Well, yeah, they're they're to look them up. They yeah, are some, a band. Some chick that sings, yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, and he's been wearing, like, on Monday Night Raw now, a couple of, like, Finnish bands t-shirts and whatnot. Really? So, yeah, yeah, he has, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And, and even the Finnish media has picked up on it, which is interesting because WWE SmackDown is coming to Helsinki on the 10th 
of May at the Old Helsinki Ice Hall. So be that as it may, maybe Rowan's going to be here too, wrestling this time, or maybe Ooh, he'll just yeah. be wearing a T-shirt and getting pops. You never know. You never know. Anyway, well. Becky Lynch, yeah, defeating Charlotte Flair by a disqualification because Ronda Rousey then came in and just all of a sudden popped popped uh, Becky. For the DQ and for the DQ guarantees and her that spot. I don't understand what's happening with Ronda right now. Cause right, did you see that? Yeah, I did. The promo that they yeah, bled really out. Really weird. Yeah, it's like they're they're trying to work the reality once again. Obviously, there's nothing that it doesn't slip by the radar. Like you know, like people want to think that it's you know a full blown shoot. It's not, and it can't be because the thing is, once you know, when you're a contract individual, you have got to honor your contract. It's, so it's, I'm not quite sure what to make of it. I'm, Rhonda is not a babyface anymore. I think now she is more so. She's in tweenerland, or the now she's going full fledged heel. Yeah, I as, think as she's, we head she's into playing this that like all this pro wrestling crap is fake, and uh, I'm real, and blah blah blah, and and I guess she's trying to get under the fans' skin. Yeah, and um, well, I don't know. Well, the thing is that I'm not, you know. So did the did the fans turn against her to that degree? Is is like I don't know. It's it's to a, to that degree yet, but uh, I but guess I mean, like, were they turning against her like to begin with, like? Was this a justifiable move or was this like forced upon her? I think that people are just so behind Becky Lynch that, uh, uh, and I guess Charlotte Flair is just, she also kind of, I don't know, is she really playing the heel role? She's basically... Charlotte's brilliant at the heel role. So it's, yeah, well, she's great at it, but... um, Much better as a heel than a face. Yeah, but then... I I don't know what, where, why you have this uh, Ronda Rousey. Maybe you just need... She can't compete with Becky Lynch's uh, face, like, appeal. Mm-hmm. But um, then where do you put her? And maybe you give her this kind of gimmick, and uh, it, I don't know. It doesn't make her likable. No, it was no. it was weird to me, so. Yeah, but Be- Becky is the ultra-popular, uh, like, stone-cold equivalent she of is. the female wrestler right now. Yeah. So I think at Mania, Becky has taken that strap. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty lame... Uh, Lame way to get her there anyway. So, no. I, I don't know. But yeah. uh, Be that as it may. I mean, her Royal Rumble win was, you know, like, it just, I, the work itself, I didn't feel it yeah. know, to that degree. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, I knew what they were trying to achieve there, but I just didn't feel it. I um, hear you. And that crutch beat down from the last pay-per-view. Uh, oof, yeah. The less said, the better. Exactly. So Maybe that's why we forgot about it. Yeah, but, you know, now on, what was it, like a week ago or two weeks ago on Raw when when Ronda took and just started, like, beating the living shiz at, out of Becky. Yeah. Know, laying into her with those punches in the gut and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was nice. It was good. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, yeah. You haven't seen a girl hit like that since uh, Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, jeez. Well, anyway, yeah, then we had Elias come out there for for basically taking up time for people to wrestle and uh, although this served a purpose where uh you saw well Lacey Evans doing her what was it the, the kind of catwalky catwalky whatever yeah, yeah coming out coming out yeah coming out and doing whatever which distraction there goes Randy Orton with the RKO out of nowhere here comes AJ Styles with this for phenomenal forearm out of nowhere and seeming to set up a AJ Styles Randy Orton match for WrestleMania. I don't understand why did Orton come and give an RKO to Elias because Elias is a heel, Randy's a heel. So what 
purpose does it serve? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Basically, not a thing. Yeah. Well. Well. Anyway, other than that, it somehow gave them some kind of platform to to do this. Uh, I guess just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, pairing for WrestleMania. There you go. Well, anyway, that then gave us uh, killed a bit of time and brought us as that. That was like the popcorn match. Yeah. That, well, was the, that was the function of that. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Anyway, the main event then of Fastlane was the Shield. So for the last time, as they were advertising, Dean Ambrose and uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins now up against Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. I'll tell you what, I've been underwhelmed on Raw as of late by this Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. I mean, they're uh, Lashley's yeah. spears have been so, oh, it's like just slow motion. Yep. Um, I don't feel them, but on this show, oh yeah, I felt it. Mm. Oh, they were inspired once again. Like they, it's like they took training booster before they went out there, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they took the skip training activator or there something. There you go. You know, it's like the best one on the market. It's the truth too, by the way. Um, the R truth. Yeah, the R truth. But anyway, the shield. So give them a nice send off. Yeah, and as you know, you would have guessed, of course, you know, the shield going over in this match at the end, but. Boy, they they really did a lot of like, you know, bait and switch and kind of like they teased that, you know, they could have gone either way. And I thought the near falls and the the drama and the suspense here was really well done. It was really, really well done. I just dislike the way, though, that Baron Corbin is dressed in the ring with that <laughs> stupid shirt on. And it's like, come on, just get some gear. Get, get some gear. Yeah, don't don't be a strob. A straw, I love it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's a British term. By the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure if it's short for a strawberry. I don't think it is. Well, let's uh... strawb. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. I mean, I thought the the match was good. I, the one thing that I didn't like about it was that why is it the main event? And I would have loved that the uh, that that. Uh, that a title match would have been the main event where this kind of, uh, for for not really anything, uh, six-man schmoz was, uh, was the main event. I get it. They got loads of star power here, and it was basic, um, basically that, you know, sending off the the shield. But um, mm-hmm. I could have taken it as the, uh, you know, the co-main event or something like that. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, to me, I love when a belt, like the belt, needs to needs to reign supreme on these kind of bookings. But then again, it's the shield, man. I guess it's the shield, man. Yeah, True. It's you know that's the, one of their top draws in the past five, six, seven years. Right? Yeah. So it's like you're talking about them. They invested a lot of time in that unit. Now, if Dean Ambrose is not re-signing his contract, and he, that's that's the word that he's not, and they've come like publicly said it, even on this show, they said that Dean is not. That's why this is the last time pairing of the Shield. Um, yeah, but that said, Roman Reigns he had limited ring time in this match. They really uh, had him work least of all out of the guys in the shield. And I understand why, because now this is him coming back from his, uh, time under chemo. Yeah. So, I mean, and he did well. I mean, it's like the people liked Roman Reigns. Now it was organic. Now people really liked, and they wanted to see Roman and they wanted to cheer Mm -hmm. him and pop for him and stuff. Yeah. Which was not the case before he, uh, left us for a bit. Yeah. I think it was even Jim Cornette said that, uh, you know, if anything's going to, 
get the crowd to like him, basically give the guy cancer. You know, yeah, well, that's, that's, a, that's a, rough. a rash kind of that's sound, rough. you know. That's really but, rough. But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, in that way, like, well, as, as nasty as Jim Cornette is, I mean, this is just how people are. When, when somebody has to deal with a life-threatening real situation mm-hmm. and they fight through it, I mean, yep. people support you. But uh, he was not getting anywhere before that, for sure, and it's like a... Definitely uh, big time kudos to him for coming back so quickly mm-hmm. and uh and yeah, performing uh this athletic ability that he's that he's got given to him mm-hmm. so well and, and f- fighting again there in the ring. So, you know, I give I give it to him. Definitely. The thing is you know, they're really pushing um Drew Galloway. Yeah. Or Drew McIntyre and Galloway, same guy, right? Yep. As uh now the like the 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 reason why the shield disbanded in the first place and being like the this big like he's the the apex bad guy right now yeah you know, the, that's how they're building him up so I'm kind of wondering at WrestleMania is it going to be Drew McIntyre versus uh, Kurt Angle oh. in that farewell match and Angle's going to do the honors hmm interesting. No, I really think because the thing is, if you remember a few or maybe a couple of months ago, uh, it was on Raw. It was uh, Angle against McIntyre, and McIntyre tapped out Angle. Oh yeah, I think it was the ankle lock. Hmm. So maybe they can play back, you know, bring that back as a as a revisitation of what happened in the past. And Angle's really, you know, bitter about it and whatnot. And, yeah, yeah, and well, wants his comeuppance. Interesting idea. Yeah, what I, then do they do with John Cena? Then I don't know. Then there you go. We you never another. know. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue, uh, let's catch another word from our sponsors. Skip is the oldest sports supplement brand out of Europe since the 1970s. Engineered by professors, doctors, and scientists at Sweden's leading medical university, Karolinska Institute, Skip products are pharmaceutical grade, meaning that they are the highest quality available on the market today. Meaning they work. If you're after results, you wouldn't put low-octane gas in a turbocharged high-end sports car engine, would you? Neither would you put junk-quality supplements into your body as an athlete. All Skip products are first tested amongst top athletes to ensure their efficiency. Choose the best. Skip Nutrition. That's skip.fi. S-K-I-P dot F-I. Red Skull Hot Sauce. Fiery sauce focused on flavor. Made by a Canadian in Helsinki. Awesome sauce in a sweet-ass skull bottle. That's Red Skull Hot Sauce. R-E-D-D Skull Hot Sauce. On Facebook and Instagram. Are you looking to boost your social media game to the next level? Then go to at Earl Creative Media on Facebook and Instagram for an affordable, professional, creative content provider that can suit your needs. That's Earl Creative Media on Facebook and Instagram. All right, so as we uh, head into this last little part, wrapping up this podcast, we'll just quickly go through with you the latest developments of the Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch. The big show now here, the biggest wrestling extravaganza in the Nordics of Europe coming on this uh, next week. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be Super on the 22nd, soon. the 22nd of uh, March, Friday. And uh, at the Circus, it's the biggest nightclub in downtown Helsinki. And it's called Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch. Beauty. Seven big matches on the card. And now just announced this week uh, that media personality Cine Ariel has now been signed as the new general manager. Awesome. Of Slam Wrestling Finland. This broke... The news barrier, uh, as we're, we are recording this today, actually, it was uh, announced today. Uh, so today is the, what is it today? It's the, it's the Thursday. It? Yeah. It's Thursday. Thursday it's the today. 14th. The 14th all day long. Today also, Seiska, the, the top sold magazine in the country, the most popular uh, weekly tabloid magazine in the country, Seiska, seven days in English, um, released uh, their new copy and uh, the, it's got a huge piece on yours truly. It's a two-page spread, so check it out. Really and, nice. Uh, yeah, it was very well done, and uh, I'm really happy. Thanks to Sami Sinoki, the, uh, the the journalist who penned that piece, and there will be some video coming on Seiska's website uh, this coming week, also about that, some interview and uh, some wrestling action as we, yeah. s- as we set the ring up and uh, gave Seiska a nice inside peek at the world of pro wrestling and how physically dauntingly uh, demanding our trade is. Well, anyway, so getting back to the to the Megalon show. Yeah. Uh, Cine Ariel now, so she's a very famous media personality. She had her own pinup uh, crew of girls in Finland, and, and she was uh, also a pinup model herself. Um, she is a tattoo artist, and uh, now she lives in Australia, and uh, now she's back in Finland. And, and when she came back, she uh, wanted to be part of the uh, the Finnish professional wrestling scene and, and expressly uh, contacted me uh, about about slam wrestling. Nice. And, and I thought that, well, geez, I mean, here's an out, outspoken Finnish media personality and, and she's really, uh, you know, she's driven and uh, she's, she's not afraid to, sh- she doesn't shy away from controversy, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. She said some stuff that have really put her on the map in people's minds. Uh, been very, very vocal about, you know, different topics. And, um, I think she's running for Finnish parliament as well, you know. Is she? I think so. Well. She might've thrown her hat in the ring. Well, anyway, yeah. So let's see what happens with that. Anyway, but she is now, uh, been signed. She has been signed. There's, I got way too much happening on my table. I can't handle everything. So I got to have other people handle different running tasks. And I figured Cindy's a go-getter. Yep. Give it to her, you know? And, uh, yeah, so she is now the new general manager. Nice. of slam wrestling and that broke the news barrier today that was already the uh, the national press was already writing about it in finland which is great fantastic um so kudos to Cindy for that um anyway uh on the show also yeah so announced this past week tiny iron versus demolition davies in the main event and that's got some major firepower and, and big guns blazing behind that one there the other matches on the cards, just just to run them down really quick. Well, uh, that's a title match too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's for the WAW uh, European Heavyweight Championship. So the WAW Crazy. is the uh, World Association of Wrestling out of England, run by Ricky Knight, who is the father of Paige, the 
the general SmackDown or general manager of SmackDown in WWE. Yeah. So that's uh, now Dwayne Johnson did the movie on them, right? On, that's right. on her family, on, yeah. called Fi- uh, Fighting with My Family. So anyway, that's uh, anyway. Ricky Knight, uh, the promoter of WAW, commissioned the match for Helsinki to take place. His champion, Demolition Davies, putting the title on the line against the huge, monstrous bodyguard of the stars. We're talking about Andrew Harrison, Tiny Iron. Nice. And that is your main event. So two colossal behemoths against each other, right smack dab in the middle of in the middle of Helsinki. This could be a main event anywhere in the world, but it, it is now taking place in Helsinki. And the event will be streamed live on ISTV across all the country. Therefore, if you can't make it to the show, if you live on the ass end of Finland, somewhere up north or whatever, you'll be able to see it. Nice. No problem. It's going to be great. Uh, In addition, then, also on the card, Stark Adder going up against Ken Malmsteen. Malmsteen being from Stockholm, Sweden, the the Stockholm Playboy. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be a very, it's a clash of styles and a clash of personalities right there, man. It's uh, the age-old hatred between Finland and Sweden. It's a revisitation of that feud. Then also another revisitation of some old hatred and some old bad vibes and feelings stemming back from the war. Back in the day, man, it was the uh, Winter War in Finland, Russia against Finland, and also the uh, Continuation War, which which then took place. Anyway, we've got Ivan Markov, the Russian ass-kicker, coming in in a hardcore match against Hamo the Wild Man Ukonselika. That's going to be a slobber knocker if there was one. Oh, yeah. Um, and in addition to that, we've got a woman's triple threat match, going to be uh, the... The uh, was the champion was Queen of Southside, yeah, uh, Shana from Portugal, putting her title up on the line in Helsinki against uh, Natalia Markova of Russia, and against Betty Rose of Sweden. So women's triple threat match, and it's going to be real interesting to see how this thing plays out. As the title now also two title matches on this huge show, the title is on the line in the girls match. And in addition to that, you've got myself against Fabio Ferrari. This is a contendership match. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be, um, what do you call it? Not, not contendership, but. Uh, it's a qualifying qual- match. Qualification, geez, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bit late tonight. <laughs> as, as we are recording, it's yeah. rather late. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm on brain fart here. As, yeah, so the qualification match for the Circle of Champions tournament uh, coming for, for the IPW organization in Germany later this year. Myself against Fabio and our special guest referee is going to be Juho Hermann Hayu Hapoya. So he, Juho Hapoya, nice. a two-time uh, European welterweight boxing champion and a former Finnish uh, heavyweight boxing champion. So Fabio better better uh, keep himself in line as I think I should too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. Yeah. Nobody needs a broken jaw. No, geez, no. No, please, no. I need my jaw for the voiceover work and the, there you go. And the band gigs that we play. Anyway, in addition to that, uh, we've got Shemeka going up against David Turger. Oh, the, yeah. rene- the renegade David Turger out of uh, Hungary. So Shemeka, the Karelian ghost, the ghost of Karelia. Uh, the masked man himself, the Finnish luchador, going up against the big man from Hungary. It's going to be a David versus Goliath encounter in Helsinki. And then one more match, tag team match on the card. It'll be uh, Polar Pekko and uh, Yami Alto going up against the Estonian contingent, the Finnish contingent versus the Estonian contingent yeah. of 
Kurt Cook and uh, his partner Mick Vinola, Big Mick Mick Vinola, in Helsinki at Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch. A lot of different types of matches. Big meat on the bone for everybody to chew. It's going to be a huge, spectacular event. We got Miss Boom Boom 2018, Tanya Sundell. Good-looking girl coming in, doing the interviews that night, the post-match interviews uh, with the guys and the girls. And we have got the D-Diamonds dance duo uh, coming in as show dancers, uh, kind of like My Nitro Girls, the Slam yeah, awesome. the Slam Girls. Coming slamming. In. Yeah, they're going to be slamming the moves Slam down. dancing. Slam dancing. <laughs> Slam it, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So with uh, all of this star power and firepower behind the Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch, and, and because it's being televised nationwide, I'm telling you, pro wrestling has never been hotter in the country of Finland. And we are now going to be one week away, under one week away when, by the time this podcast airs from the big Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, there's still select places available. You go mosey on over now, N-A-W, N-O-W, sorry. Now, that's now, a more now. Te- Texan way yeah, more, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> trying to go Texan there for a second, but then I corrected myself. Now! Go more northern Ontario. That's right. Yeah, you mosey on over quickly, ASAP. Get your button gear and type in ticketmaster.fi. Search for Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch. And get your tickets, either the regular tickets, 25 euros a pop. That's the floor, the main standing area tickets. Or then... You get your silver area tickets for the uh, for the second level foyer or for the the balcony. Sorry, uh, that's where the VIPs and the um, celebrity celebs are going to be hanging out that night, and also the, you'll have some small condiments there and be able to, to enjoy yourself from a, a better view up top if you choose for forty five euros. And then you got your ringside seats going for 65. 65, which includes catering from Pecarin Sinapi. That's Pecari's Mustard. They've got an incredible menu that they've cooked up just for the Mega Launch. That's Gold my ticket. ticket buyers. That's right. That's my ticket there right you there. Go. There you go, man. And uh, in addition, the Gold Ticket buyers get a signed poster, Mega Launch poster as a memoir. Uh, signed by all the wrestlers that night. So therefore, get your tickets now. Ticketmaster.fi. 22nd of March, Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for hanging in there with us this week on Shooting the Shizat. Next week, we're going to be back with you with more wrestling action. How about it, Dylan? Yeah, next week is going to be the kickoff, the tailgate party, I guess, for for this insane Mega Launch. I am chopping at the bit to get in that ring and count some threes. So, yeah, let's do it. See you all next week. Thanks for shooting the Shizat. With us, sign our and good night. <laughs>